Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, full of curry. <laughs> Jordan Morris. Uh, yeah, not. Jordan, should we? Not full of curry. About a year. Fuck, man. About I a, wish you would have told me about this. About, I like to be on the same level as you. I like to bring the same energy. So yeah, get on I my level, you, homie. I ask you... Before every podcast, right, I ask you to do me the service, right, of telling me what you had for dinner, uh huh, um, how much sleep you got the night before, mm-hmm. and if you have jacked off, mm-hmm. because I want to come in with the same energy. You want to come with the same cum, <laughs> right? The same amount of cum, right? Um, this has really changed uh, as a podcast. Yeah, that I'm familiar. It, it's I, better I'm now, by the way. It's better now <laughs> okay. because we're really trying to sync up. Yeah, uh, but we apparently got an, this guy's just eating curry willy nilly. We got an app called Sisters with a Z. Oh, and we're trying to just get on the same path. By the way, our guest on the program this week, you know him of course as a stand-up comic, an actor, a podcaster. Above all else, you know him as a cast member of Mad TV. Oh God, Matt Bronger. Above all else. Also, no. do you think? You. Do you think? And I don't. I mean, I don't. I maybe have to have ask Brian to check the archives. But is this Matt? Are you our first and only guest to officially be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, I don't. I can't speak for uh, the, your thousands of other guests. Yeah. But uh, yes, I am. I am uh, perhaps the lamest member of the entire <laughs> Marvel Universe. No, I yeah. mean, listen. Uh, I think <laughs> you were great as Ronan I'm, the Accuser. I'm, prou- <laughs> I'm proud of it. Uh, yeah, as as the Beyonder. Um, <laughs> Secret Wars two, yeah. Uh, uh, no, I uh, I have a bit about this, but a, f- a friend of mine was like, "Go to the Marvel Wiki and and put your guy in. You're in there." Yeah. And my the picture they took looks like I I it's just a still from the show where I'm looking up and like I'm I I just look like I wasn't ready for a, can- a picture to get taken, <laughs> but it also has my signature quote. So with characters, you have the signature quote. So with Captain America, his signature quote. Uh, is from I think the last Avengers where he's like, like you know fuck you Nazis it's like I wish it was something like it's sure. it's basically like uh, um, we're not here we didn't, we're not asking uh, forgiveness and we're way past asking for permission Earth just lost her greatest defender so we're here to fight and you were standing in our way then we'll fight you too mm. real strong great my character Doctor Aloysius Samberly <laughs> his his quote is I'm doing my best I'm doing my best. I love it so you much. You scream it before you run into oh, battle. Oh, God. Like, no one who's ever doing well has ever said they're doing their best. We should explain, by the way, that if people don't know okay. Dr. Aloysius Samberly, right. that's uh, that's what they call a secret identity. The character's name is Dorkotron. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dor- Dorkotron is what he what he changes into. Yeah. Right. Yes, when very angry. Uncle Fartface. <laughs> Fartface. Uh, Loser- s- signature quote. Yeah. <laughs> Loser McCrooked Dick. <laughs> uh, you're in the Agent Carter TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Um, where, do you, where did you say I'm doing my best? What was the context of that line I was diffusing that you're a, now so famous for? I was diffusing a bomb. Wait, and the guy, are you? And the guy's screaming at me. And are he's you? Like, or anytime, Sam Burley, I'm like, I'm doing my best. <laughs> so, Are you like a guy who they someone yells, enhance that? I could be. 
but I, like at a my, terminal my, doing something. My, my guy was alive, like in the, Mary Lynn yeah. Rice Cub on Twenty Four. A lot like her, but more. I was a scientist in the forties, so we mm. didn't have a lot of TV screens that we could do anything with. All you really you know? had was nuclear weapons. Nuclear weapons, yeah. yeah. And it was the show was kind of like the advent of superpowers post World War Two, and uh, this little you know crack team of misfits that they had got assigned, almost like the X Files. They're would, like the, the, would your, the losers. Was your character, did, did he have precedence, precedent in the comics? Like, is that a comic character? No, was that no, an was, invention of the... He was made up for the show. Okay. He was made up for one episode, and I, I played him, and then the writers uh, liked having me to play with, so they kept writing me in. And is there is there gross fan art of you somewhere? <sighs> I don't know. There's gotta Maybe. Be. There's gotta be. And hey, if there's not, draw some, audience. Sure, come yeah. on, folks. <laughs> That's funny. I, I have gotten a lot of people like, bring them back. Yeah, because I was like the I was like the comic relief on the show, and like you had Enver, uh, uh, my my friend, Enver, the the very very handsome uh, guy who played the chief, and I was always just snapping at him, like he, I would I'd drive him crazy. You know, I'd like to see, mm-hmm. and I'm really spitballing here, mm. Doctor Aloysius. What was his Samberly? Samberly, Doctor Aloysius Samberly, giving a sly HJ. To Sonic. <laughs> wow. oh, you're talking about in the fan art, yeah, that, not in future Marvel as movies. As the Hedgehog, yeah, okay, uh, not the, certainly not the Hamburger Chain. Just or, or Those, that doesn't have a, an operating phallus. There's as someone far as out I there know. named Sonic. I'm sure. <laughs> I just wondered if there's some character I hadn't heard of. Right. Uh, I don't so, think that was exactly who wants to be Obi Wan Kenobi. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Doctor Aloysius Pemberley, Samberley, Samberley. Is given a sly HJ to Sonic mm-hmm. in the fan art, and the Watcher's there, mm-hmm. and he's just nice. raising one eyebrow. The, yeah. the you know the Watcher's nasty. He likes he's to watch. Always, yeah. always watching. Yeah, yeah. he's a nasty mm-hmm. cuck. Yeah, and he's married to Sonic, so it's a. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he, so he paid should, for this. We should be able to see his ring and Sonic's ring. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone's someone right now is sitting down to their their drawing. They've board. just cracked their Literally knuckles right now. <laughs> like, oh, I'm glad I got this new Wacom tablet. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. Um. So, uh, but uh, in addition to uh being part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> which we're sure. really glad to have you. Um, yeah. you know, if you could help us get in touch with Ronan the Accuser, would love to have him on. No problem. Yeah, at some point he's but... reaching out more. Oh, yeah, so. sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, his, he has a podcast now. So yes, he's like of course doing he does. Or he accuses people of things. Right. <laughs> so that's uh, not a bad concept. Uh, I have um, a quick – if you see anyone who's in the DC universe, could you ask if I could talk to Firestorm, the nuclear man? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Yeah, no cool. problem. We've covered all our bases there. <laughs> yeah. uh, you also, uh, I learned from Twitter, just got back from seeing Diana Ross. In Las Vegas. How was it? It was amazing. It was a great show. Uh, she's still got the pipes. She's obviously having a lot of fun. This is the last night of the run before she comes back in June. And my wife this week was just like, should we go see Diana Ross in Las Vegas? I'm like, yes. Because my wife has just been working these ungodly hours, and she's always stressed out and frazzled. And she loves Las Vegas. She loves to shoot craps. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, great. Let's do it. And so we just flew there yesterday and just flew back today. You so. guys are fun. We are pretty fun. Yeah. We're pretty fun, and it's fun to be married, A, to someone who's fun, and B, you don't need to have the fun you used to have 10 years ago. Right. You know what I mean? Where I'm just like, I got to burn this night to the ground. You sure. Know, I think we were in bed by like one, you know? You know, But like still, still got like wings and fries brought to the room. You know what I mean? Like that is Room fun. service and just Aww. watching TV, eating on the bed. It was great. It was great. 
Um, what is the crowd like at Diana Ross? You know, it's it's a lot of mostly old straights and young gays. Okay, is what I found. Uh, and uh, kind of a uh, lot of lot of groups of older black folks and a lot of. Uh, like a, a, a huge amount of, of young gay couples. Okay. Yeah, that were there. I love to go see live music. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I'll, I have a- I, I have, love it too. It's, it's Live music. Live, it's the best. <laughs> you know what? You know what I love? Travel. I wish I could go. <laughs> <laughs> you love travel. I'm kind of weird like jobs. this. I love travel. Oh yeah, also blowjobs are great. <laughs> top three. That's a, that's a top, love, top that's three. A, that's a Tom Segura. And of uh, course, pork chops. Let's see, Tom, I love- Tom, I basically just did a Tom Segura joke. He has a, an old joke about, about people who are like, travel's kind of my thing. Like, yeah. oh really? Yeah. What else do you like, man? Steaks and blowjobs? You're blowing my mind right now. Now, that's sure. the line for his joke. Yeah, I yes, that is I mean that is something that you that uh that I have encountered a lot like doing like online dating. It's uh-huh. just the person whose profile is all about how much they love travel. Like sure. this is my thing. Sure. And it's not it it's never and when you talk to them about it, it is rarely about what they learned or mm-hmm. an experience. It's just a list of places. Yeah. Here is a list of places. I have been to them. It did not affect me emotionally yeah. at all, but I have a fucking list. It's like, thank you, Mr. Griswold. Sure. Where else did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, I, but I feel like with live music, I feel like I see, you know, the the sweet spot for me is like stuff that was popular between 1996 and 2006. Okay. Uh, but now I'm like... I should see more legends. Yeah. I should go out of my That's way and is. see more legends. And it's not only a legend, it's a Las Vegas show. And Las Vegas shows, it's all the hits. Yep. It's short, too, it's right? It's about an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. So they it's got not to, long. They got to get you out of they there to the buffet. They got to, yeah, to hit the, hit the, hit the tables. You, you can't Bruce Springsteen it. You can't do like a three hour long yeah. thing. Uh, and she, it just moves, moves, moves. And it's, so it's great. And so it's just, and it, it's all these hits, but it's all these songs. We're just like, I forgot about this one. And it's it's cool just to see someone who knows exactly what they're doing, and it's just like this is really nothing to me, but I still love it. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of that level of effortless effortlessness that's just incredible. I so. think what's nice about it too is if you're gonna see a show in Las Vegas, you want to see something that works in that context, right? Which is to say, you basically you want to see something gay, sure, and. Diana Ross is an example of something that I would love to see mm-hmm. that's very gay. Very gay. That would work beautifully in that context. Absolutely. Like I've always thought like I would love to see Cher in Las Vegas, but I don't uh-huh. particularly like Cher's music. Cher seems like a f- cool, funny lady. Yes. Good I feel on, the same way about Bette on Midler. Twitter. Yeah, like yes. Bette Midler seems like such an awesome lady, but I don't necessarily want to listen to her. She can sing. She's a great singer. Sure. I don't necessarily want to listen to her music, but like Diana Ross's music I actually like. Yeah. No, it was it, there wasn't a uh, dud in the bunch. There was like, you know, that she's got a lot of like slow songs that you're not like, I don't know if I want to hear that or whatever, but even that was just like, you know, when she did like reach out and touch somebody's hand, everyone started putting their arms around each other. And I'm just Aww. like, hey, like this is actually really nice. <laughs> you know? Uh, I, do, would you see a show of Cher where half of it is music and then half is just her composing tweets live? <laughs> I mean, I would definitely watch a show where. Half of it is Cher doing music, but like with full production numbers. Sure. And half of it is her sparring with David Letterman. <laughs> yeah. I would love her just like 
uh, do a song, and then she sits down and just tells some crazy fucked up story. Like oh, I feel sure. like the Quincy Jones interview just cracked open all these all these older oh, icons yeah. that are like, oh, we can talk like that now. You know, Cher has it's, that. Oh my god! You know, like she just Cher, has so many stories. Cher did blow and punch James Con at Ab- some point. Absolutely. At some point, yeah. But she calls him Jimmy. Sure, mm-hmm. she calls him Jimmy. Yeah. And like, like there was probably like there was a, there was like a boys' night only at the, like the Playboy Mansion where they like James Con all the men would fuck each other. Like sure. the whole the whole thing of uh, of uh, where like uh, Marlon Brando had sex with like Richard Pryor and Marvin Gaye. It was just like, wait, hold on, and like such a fantastic fact. Like I think there's and I think that my theory is that's why Paul McCartney was like, oh, I used to beat off with John. You know, where he was just like, oh. I think it's because of that Quincy Jones. Interview. Oh, yeah. I it's swear like, to God. Doors just, are open. Like, why wouldn't yeah. he have ever shared that before? What a weird thing. Or it's just like, that's the one thing you don't well, I share. guess he had probably never been asked about his career with the Beatles. <laughs> right. People only people want to talk like, about wings. Can we please talk about wings? <laughs> we please talk about your solo work from the late 80s and early 90s? What about that song you wrote for Destiny? <laughs> that, uh, can question. we talk about your famous hayride? <laughs> Does he have a hayride? I think it goes on the hayride in the Michael Jackson video. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Girl is mine. They go, they go on a hayride together. Was Girl is mine or Say, Say, Say? Uh, maybe it's Say, Say, Say. Okay. Yeah. Not that it, who cares. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, I, yeah, but the I, Girl is mine is my preferred collabo it's a way better song yeah way better song i think uh i think someone probably was like hey paul mccartney did you and the members of wings ever jack off in a circle did you right. ever ever right. daisy chain it and he was like no but it's interesting that you ask I one of my other bands with- what <laughs> yeah you yeah. and the traveling wilburys was he in that pete, pete best pete used best. to have me choke him while he <laughs> I, fucked a horse he left was. the band because he wouldn't beat off with us <laughs> yeah. i bet i would think that the the Within the career of the Beatles, yeah, in their you know seven, year seven years career. that they were operating or whatever, <laughs> yeah, it's when too they bad. made all of the it's, greatest it's too bad it never popular it never, get, it never just went <laughs> yeah. with the distance that they could stay right, together, right? You know, like the Rolling Stones. Um, I bet within that career there is so much sexual darkness. <laughs> I bet there is so much, yeah. mind blowing shit. Yes, probably some of it wild. Uh, I, I, I hope not, but probably some of it very upsetting. Yes, yeah, genuinely evil. I think is probably evil in. as well. Yes. I don't think any of those people weren't evil. And I think at some point, and I think well, and these are young men too. I mean, if you're a young man and there are women that are just a, a stadium full of them screaming at you mm-hmm. like they're so in love with you, I mean. That's that's going to be a level of temptation for you that's just gross. Sure. I mean, it's really gross. I mean, I think that, like, he probably has one that he's like, well, I could tell the story of the time that David Bowie put a crawdad on my testicles. <laughs> sure. But I'm going to test the waters with this jack-off story, mm-hmm. see how it goes, and if they like it, they're getting the crawdad one. Yeah. And I think it was probably, I think... Yeah, I think that the reaction to the Paul and I jack off together was was so that he probably will not be letting out the other stuff. Yes. There were just too many puns. There were just too many Beatles <laughs> jack off puns. They were too easy. Anyway, we all had fun with that. Mm-hmm. I think we can agree it was a cute story. It was cute. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It was, it was innocent. Sure. You and a childhood buddy. <laughs> beating your meat together. I could see it. him. Were they just? Is it wasn't part of it them just yelling out the names of actresses? <laughs> I so don't they, know. I think that was oh. part of it. Like one of them would just go Bridget Bardot, and oh, then everybody would like, well, start. I don't know if that's probably something not, else. Was not. it like a speed contest? 
Oh, I don't know. Or was it just a, a, a like a happening, like a joint experience? I don't think it was like a, a cookie party. Uh huh. No. no. Um, that's for folks uh, listening. In England, they call per- it a biscuit party. Last person to share has to eat the cookie. Sure. You beat off onto a cookie. Um, I mean, what, what am I telling you? We all know what to do yeah. on, on Easter Sunday. Right. <laughs> um, well, actually, Matt, that's he actually- risen. I know it's been a while. I said to my dick. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know it's been a while since I you've been on the show. I win by finishing last. Um, but we, uh, you know, usually at the end of the show, we like take calls, but now we do that. Oh, so that's lovely. It's kind of a new thing okay. we've instituted since okay, we've been great. here last. <laughs> yeah, and I already finished, so <laughs> like you 90 both, seconds ago. Sure. As soon as Jordan me. said Bridget Bardot, <laughs> I was finished. Done. Yeah, I finished as soon as I mentioned Ronan the Accuser. Oh, I feel like this Who didn't. This is my main feeling about Paul McCartney. Besides, yeah. he's of course one of our greatest songwriters. He's, uh, I saw him in Vegas. He's oh, one cool. of the legends I've seen. Oh. I saw him in Vegas, and I my caring about the Beatles is like low medium. Mm-hmm. I like had my high school junior year thing where sure. I felt like I had discovered them and then oh. stopped. Got it. Uh but I, yeah, I mean, I got weepy when he played Blackbird. It was beautiful. It was fucking beautiful. It's a gorgeous Seeing song. Seeing a legend. Seeing I, a goddamn I remember the legend. first time I heard that song, I think I was in fourth grade in the car with my mom, and it just came on the radio, and I was, it was one of those things, I was like, what is this song? Yeah. It was just, I, I, I remember the moment, like, frozen in time. It is such a gorgeous song. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that Paul McCartney, whether or not he is our greatest rock star or our greatest songwriter of the 20th century or the last 100 years or however you want to frame it, is our greatest popular musician at wearing Fair Isle sweaters. Mm -hmm. Now, what's that? Um, That's that kind of – that's a kind of uh, English or Scottish sweater that has the horizontal bands of decoration uh, that like a a farmer in Yorkshire would wear. Now, what's a feral sweater? Uh, I don't know. I, that's something that you may have made up just now. It's, gonna, it's a domestic sweater that oh, <laughs> escaped and now lives it. outside. Got it. <laughs> um, pick one up at the pound, by the way. You know, yeah. don't get your sweaters. Adopt a sweater, guys. Adopt a sweater. There's don't too many sweaters. Yes. And sweater also, mills. can I say something else? Yes. When you get a virgin wool sweater... Get it fixed. Keep it a virgin. Get it fixed. Yeah. I mean, you know, when it I'm, comes I'm, to sweaters, especially rescue sweaters, who wore who, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm a bit biased. Uh, my cousin was uh, uh, was brought down by mm. a, a pack of feral sweaters. Oh, oh wow. Oh, Sorry them, to laugh. them off, but they just- But they did bring him down they, briefly. They linted him up real bad. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Um, I can't only imagine the abrasions. Yes. Oh, scratchy, scratchy wool. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a Shetland, mm. something oh, like that. Wi- Maybe a wild brush, feral Shetland, a brushed Shetland, <laughs> even. Man, did I tell you that I went to the zoo and I saw them shear a sheep? How'd that go? It was fucking amazing. There is a the L.A. Zoo right now is having something. Boy, it's not called a flamingo interlude, uh-huh. but I think I've seen I, that movie. Yeah, you sure? Yeah, uh, this you know, first time me and my friends jacked off together, we were yeah. watching sure. flamingo interlude. Bridget Bardot and flamingo interlude. She's great yeah. in that. Yeah, uh, and the flamingo interlude. It's a thing where you go into their <laughs> pen and feed them. And I While want to change in lingerie. Yeah. And I want to do this, but boy, they smell bad. That flamingo area always stinks so bad. Yeah. But I want to feed them. I don't know what to do, guys. You know, my daughter was very afraid to feed a giraffe, which is her favorite animal. I've done mm-hmm. that as well. At the, yeah. You at can, least ex- it's a lot of fun. You can stretch out that eucalyptus 
branch or whatever it is that they feed to them. Was she afraid of the giraffe or was she scared to be that high up in a tree? She I mean, was yeah, <laughs> well so put first her in right. first and what the they, giraffe over to <laughs> First what they do what they do is kind of bungee them up on up into the branches. Sure. <laughs> Pull them up on a cord like a water bucket. Well, there's a man up there who who he'll grab on tight. Okay, good. You know, so that they once they make it to the right height, he's got to kind of reach out mm-hmm. and grab them by the shoulders. Sure, sure. Then they're kind of hanging there with their legs dangling in the mm-hmm. air, and he slides them back onto the branch. Oh, nice. That's nice. Um, she was afraid because it's just too intense. It's just like a it lot. So giraffes lot. are much larger than they should be. Yeah. And they have an unusual shape. Yeah. I'll say dead eyes, too. Yeah. Like they look like they would, like, if they accidentally stepped on their young and killed it, they would not feel anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much less my young. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So she loved but she loves giraffes. That's her favorite animal. And it probably took eight visits to the zoo before she was willing to participate in the giraffe feeding. Oh wow. And when she did, she found it to be transcendent. They've got those long purple tongues. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. That mm-hmm. curve around and, and grab stuff. Did I, you was that your experience? Yeah, it was it was a blast. Yeah. The tongue is powerful. You can feel the tongue's power right. while it's grabbing the branch from you. Right. It's like mm-hmm. a it's like an extra four bucks. Best four bucks I ever spent. Yeah. Do you think how do you think uh she'll she would handle the flamingo interlude? I don't think she could handle the flamingo interlude. I think, I think she would yeah. go wild. Mm, yeah, possibly, possibly even buck wild. This, uh, <laughs> the 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 stench you described, yeah, I think is bad. overwhelming. Which of course we know is from sex. Is from yeah. the flamingos right. having their interludes. Yes, it's a, they're, it's the hor- they're the they're the horniest of the oh, land birds. So much fucking, <laughs> you know. Hence the expression, they fuck like flamingos. Fuck like, yeah, sure. Uh, we all just wild. That. Yeah. Did you know that? That's why flamingos. <laughs> okay, flamingos' natural uh, feather color is actually white. Mm-hmm. And it gets flushed from fucking. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. It's it's all from it's all from red faced exertion. Yeah, yeah. So if you see a, a white flamingo, it's just a virgin, right? Mm-hmm. They yeah. and then when they're pink, that's what we call JBFF. Just yeah. been fucked feathers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, Jordan. Yes, Jesse. Every, every single fucking episode of this fucking show <laughs> is brought to you, the listener. Now I've switched from addressing you, Jordan, to you, the listener, mm-hmm. by all of the Maximum Fund members who go to MaximumFund.org. Dirty motherfuckers. Oh, Are we still being nasty? Yeah, I'm as nasty as you want to be. Oh, cool. I want to be about a six or a seven. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't want to be that nasty tonight. Okay. I'm tired. Okay. Uh, do you mind calling me Miss Jackson? <laughs> well, 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 depending. Okay. Uh, we're also brought to you this week by our friends at the Crew Zip Recruiter. <laughs> Jordan, you know, I was just doing some hiring this past week. And uh, do you feel like it was easy? No, it's one of the hardest parts of running a business. I would say uh, the, some of the other ones are numbers. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Facts and figures. Uh, personal responsibility. Mm. <laughs> That's a big challenge. <laughs> There's a few different hard things about running a business, but one of them is finding uh, qualified candidates for a job opening. And that's what's so special about ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter doesn't just you know, blast your job listing willy-nilly across the internet. They actually, uh, they actually bring it to qualified candidates. 
Uh, and it's so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Now, Jordan, I don't know if you know this. That's just 24 hours. <gasps> hey. I have something else that's might... weird. It's weird that after you inhaled from that balloon, your voice didn't change. <laughs> uh, it was uh, nitrogen, actually. It was oh, not helium. Got, got it. Am I going to die? Yes. <laughs> cool. You've got the bins. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, right now, ZipRecruiter, they're letting our listeners try for free. Thanks, the Croot. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo, ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. It's the smartest way to hire, and you can try it for free. Yeah, at ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, share your message with Jordan Jesse Go's listeners. You can go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to buy some ads on Jordan Jesse Go, that's cool. Let's do it, baby. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, emailing? Stop being so uptight. <laughs> yeah. Get that ass. stick out of your rear. Yeah. Do some paid marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, email Kira at MaximumFun.org. K-I-R-A. We'll be back in just a second on George Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Matt Bronger, uh, a.k.a. Aloysius. Matt, uh, congratulations on your new comedy special, by the way. Thank you, sir. Finally you. live in Portland. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. You're a Portlander. I grew up there. Yep. And I. Uh, this is the, uh, a nod to my hometown and also just, you know, I finally shot a special there kind of thing. And we did it the last year, 10 year uh, uh, of 10th year of Bridgetown. Uh, comedy festival, which I co-founded, and in a former porn theater, the lovely Paris. Really? Oh. Yeah. A lot of history there. A lot of history. A lot of history. It was either a porn if theater. If those walls could talk. Yes, or barf. <laughs> or jizz. Um, yeah, it was, it was a- Any of the big three. Uh, any of the, the ones, the, the excretions that count. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love travel, mm-hmm. barfing, barfing, jizzing. jizzing. Mm-hmm. I love travel, barf, jizz. Yeah. Uh, it, and it was a punk rock club as well. When we were when we were kids, how so. about that? Mm-hmm. Did you I, go? Did you go? No, it was one of those places like the Satyricon that we would like trade stories about mm-hmm. on the playground, and you know, just like I heard a guy was peeing on the stage. Oh yeah, I heard they had a punk rock off. What's that mean? Like this is literally what a kid told me. I'm like, what's that mean? Like it's like when someone you can do the grossest thing. Like a guy took a shit on a stage and he won, but then another guy ate it and he won. <laughs> That's what a kid literally well, told me. Well, I mean, at least everybody the, won. About the, yeah. Come on. We are, the, the true winner was the audience, sure. let's be honest, yeah. to that show that certainly happened. That definitely happened. That would never have happened <laughs> if you had shut down so fast by the health department. I was just in the great city of Portland, mm-hmm. Oregon. Where? Oh, by the way, my wife and uh, her co-host Biz are hosting One Bad Mother this coming weekend. Cool. Um, but I was just in the great city of Portland, Oregon. I played a venue called, doing Bullseye, I played a venue called... Revolution Hall. Ah, great, which great is joint. A very bold name for what is definitely a high school auditorium. Sure. 
<laughs> and did, now, you, were you there doing Bullseye, or were you having a punk rock off? Yeah, well, I, we did a little of each. I mean, each time an NPR show does a live show, we conclude with a punk rock off. Yeah, when in Rome. Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you I mean, burn it down. You burn it down, and eat Peter Sagal's shit. Exactly. <laughs> it's about to Also say. known as burning it down. Right, yeah. I wouldn't try and get into of such a match with Sagal. No, mm-hmm. yeah, you know Sagal's the... He's the master of filth. Yeah, I mean, I call him... The, the Gigi Allen of NPR. I yep. call him Mr. Sagal. That's how nasty he is. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, how nasty I is? Yes, you is. Yeah, uh, I think I'm nasty, so I call him Mr. Sagal. Sure, yeah. yes. Uh, Matt, where, does, where do people watch Where do people watch Finally Live in Portland? It's basically... I'm so glad that Jim Gaffigan did what he did, because I can basically say, same thing as Jim's, because like it's just on a million platforms. Great. Other than you know Netflix, Comedy Central, Showtime. It's basically everywhere else iTunes, Amazon Prime, uh, Google Play, uh, Steam. It's on all Steam? this crazy, yeah. And like, and it's gonna be on the PS4. Wow, uh, you can and um, yeah, it's, it's like it's, uh, Bloodborne. Ba- <laughs> sure, cool. Yeah, no, I'd <laughs> be, I had the I had, same machine that I had brings people you going Bloodborne. like the, the video game network, and I'm like. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, I had to look yeah. up what Steam was. I so. watched it on my Virtual Boy. Mm. Nice. <laughs> you look very good yeah. in red rasterized graphics. Oh, cool. Thank you. Uh, I will say Matt Bronger is one of my favorite people to watch do stand-up comedy. You're Thanks, so man. funny. Oh, Your so specials are great. Thank so, yeah, you. definitely, if people have those things, they should watch you on them. Thanks, man. It's just, you know, uh, uh, it. I, it's funny. My, my last special I talk about... An ex almost the whole time. And this one I talk about my fiance, and it's the same woman. It's my wife. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's I, I uh What my, a fun journey. Yeah, and, and the ones the the my my greatest hits, so to speak, are always kind of these these outlandish stories that are just from my life. And I have one that took uh so long to tell. It's literally two tracks on the on the on the album and it's the story of taking mushrooms on the 4th of July with my now wife and us kind of deciding oh this you is guys are something fun. real you guys We're are fun, fun but it took a real dark turn so yeah. you'd have to listen to it to okay. to, to get it but. and i don't know if i'm allowed to say this but your wife is Gladys Knight of Gladys Knight the past <laughs> <laughs> sure yes of course yes do people know who Gladys Knight is she's a <laughs> Little known, yeah, uh, a singer. I mean, I think a lot of people know you from the Pips. Mm-hmm. Yes, or know you as, as a Pip, as the last Pip. Yes, yeah. the, the the one white Pip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the one Portland Pip. The one Portland Pip. Yeah, double P. They called me. Mm-hmm. Um, there had previously been a Portland Maine Pip. Sure, right, sure. but but that was quite something. That guy that was a washout. That dude. Yeah. Um, he ended up leaving. But before we move on, on I, I think we should issue a, a correction. Yeah. Okay. Um, and this is uh, via our producer Brian uh, Sunny D Fernandez, who's who's a great producer. And it's it's times like this that you're glad. Is he? Huh? He's a he's a good producer. Let's Brian Sunny D Fernandez is a producer. <laughs> yeah. We can all agree. <laughs> we can all agree. He on is that. a producer. Yeah. Of. This show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have I said anything wrong? Mm, calling this a show seems strong. <laughs> he is a producer <laughs> yeah. of this. Yeah. This thing. Fair. Nice. Um, but, I mean, this is the this is one of the reasons that I'm so glad we have Brian around because I, at the top of the show, said that Matt was our only guest who was part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I... We forgot Daredevil. We forgot... That time we had Daredevil. Ben Affleck, Affleck was on. Ben Affleck, yes. Mm-hmm. Um... Steve Agee. Yeah, he Steve was in Guardians. Steve Agee, of course, he was, as Groot. He was a, <laughs> he was a Ravager. Yeah. He was one of so. those guys. He's a, he a space pirate. I always think of Ben Affleck as being part of the View Askewiverse. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite extended universes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Where 
Where are those kooky cats going to go to next? <laughs> I'd watch a movie about kooky cats, though. It does sound kind of fun. Part of the sure. view askewiverse. Yeah. Hey. Um, so last week on the show, mm-hmm. we came up with um, an interesting conundrum. Yeah. Um, and that was, and I forget how we arrived at this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, just to fill you in, Matt. Uh-huh. It's a rule we don't know what's happened on our show. Got it. Yeah. When Certain phrases stick out. Sure. Prank bear. For instance. Yeah. How did that come up? Who knows? Yeah. There's no, literally no way to find out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think prank bear specifically came up when Bay side-eyed the tree. <laughs> right. Yes, of course. Uh, another famous Jordan Jesse Go nonsense <laughs> phrase. Okay. Uh, but we we were wondering... If we have more listeners, and I think we kind of know our listeners, and, yeah. and Matt, you've been podcasting a while, so I sure. think you, you know, just based on, you know, interacting online and people who kind of come up to you, you've been able to kind of like, you know, uh, estimate a kind of a character of your typical listener. Uh huh. And you know, and I think obviously we have people from you know all across the spectrum, people all over the world, older people, younger people. But I mean, if you want to talk walks of life, you're going to have to talk about all of them. Sure. Don't single out yeah. particular walks of life. Sure. That would be wrong. Mm-hmm. Unless you're singing that song, The Walk of Life. By Dire Straits. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Sure. Um, but, you know, I think we kind of we, we kind of know who the mean Jordan Jesse Go listener is. And by mean, I mean average, not cruel. Yes. Um, the mean uh, Jordan Jesse Go listener is... I can't think of a good example of a mean person. Ronan the Accuser? <laughs> yeah. He was, a, he was a real meanie. Uh, yeah, a real so-and-so. Um, yeah, I mean, because, I mean, obviously, like, I don't mean to suggest that our listeners are mean because, um, I mean, you know from my T-shirt that I think mean people suck. Yeah, yes, exactly. And I do yes. what the voices in my head tell me to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so I think we keep were- Keep Jordan w- Jesse go weird. <laughs> you got to keep it weird. Um <laughs> So we were wondering if we have more listeners who have, A, been on Jeopardy, Mm. or B, are named Dabney. And let's be clear. So when we say are named Dabney, we're including people whose nickname is Dabney. Okay. Mm -hmm. People whose middle name is Dabney. Right. People whose surname is Dabney. Okay. Any name that is a real name. Got it. If the, if Dabney was their milk name and they grew up in a culture where you choose your own name mm. when you come of age sure. and they chose a name other than Dabney, yes, that's also fine. Dabney was their confirmation name yep. uh, if they're Catholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Cat- we welcome Catholic Saint, Dabneys. Saint Dabney. If uh, we welcome White Pips the plumber. and Catholic Dabneys. I forgot which one the, the saint was. If <laughs> they were a, for a time a nun and their uh, nun name was mm-hmm. Sister Dabney. Sister Dabney. Even if that wasn't their birth name. Sister Dabney. If it was your uh, roller derby name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I mean, I can get, derby I'm adding Dabney. this in. Derby Dabney. That's, that's, that's got a nice ring. I'm adding this in. The, your name does not technically have to be Dabney if you were in the movie 9 to 5 with mm-hmm. Dabney Coleman. Sure. Well, that's the thing. I uh, am going to lean towards people who have been on Jeopardy. A, I think you have a, a higher intelligent uh, level of listener, generally speaking. Yeah. God knows how. We They're probably have the highest intelligent high level. I think, I think they like to listen to something I, and feel superior. Sure. Yeah, don't they? Of course. But I, and also because, also because I know for a fact that there is only one Dabney, and that's Dabney Coleman. Yes. Because he is known 
to hunt down and kill other Dabneys. You know, that's, <laughs> it's like that's, a Highlander situation. Oh, absolutely. There can be only one. That's, that's when Highlander was pitched. The executives were like, what, like, like what Dabney Coleman does? And they're like, no, no, no. Our guy's eternal. He's a like Scottish sword die unless he's they cut Scottish their heads off. Fighter. And it's like, oh, yeah, of course, because Dabney Coleman has shot other Dabneys, stabbed other Dabneys, right. thrown other Dabneys off of cliffs. Um, does he, what does he do to other character actors who are known for being bald and having a mustache? Uh, just strong looks. Okay. Don't think of calling yourself Dabney. Hey, my name's Greg, Mr. <laughs> Coleman. Let's Greg, keep, let's keep it that way. All right. It's just me, okay. Stephen Tobolowski with a mustache. <laughs> I probably had one of those. Yeah. It's me, Wallace Shawn with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm leaning toward Jeopardy as well. I think so. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we have, I think we have a, a smart audience. I think we have a trivia-loving audience. Mm-hmm. And I think we've got an audience. It's maybe a little horny for Alex Trebek. Mm-hmm. I, I want any I, excuse to get close to him. I've been to to, to uh, as part of two of your two of your events, uh, uh, a Max Fun Con on land and one on sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the on and sea was in, junction, in conjunction with uh, Scientology, obviously. Of course, yeah. uh, yes, yeah, the Sea Org, the Sea Org, and uh, they needed some laughs. You know, especially the people working in the basement. Yeah, I don't know if you it guys was... have read Dianetics, but uh, it's not a hoot. No. It's neither really is, informative. Ne- I mean, neither is going clear. No. That book sure, is also, brutal. Also not our, thing, our thing, just to clarify, because I don't want people, ours was like, it's like a geek spinoff of Scientology okay. called <laughs> The Sea Orc. Now, ah, mm, nice. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yes, yep. of course. We dress up as orcs yeah. that are sailors. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but but uh, uh, jokes aside, like I, the people that I met were not only very kind and very fun, they seemed very smart. Yeah. There wasn't like uh, uh, a dolt in the bunch mm-hmm. other than myself. No dolt, no dolts allowed. Not a lot of doltage, mm-hmm. you know. Male or female. Um, so, Brian, I think we have a. Do we have a call that is going to help us get to the bottom of this? Brian actually, so we've given Brian permission, and this was, I mean, I'm I'm honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, Jordan. Please. I and I might as well less. be honest with you, Matt. Finally. And, and if I'm going to be honest with the two of you, I better be honest with our at-home audience. Great. I have some qualms about this decision. I've got mm. some concerns about this. Not that I didn't approve it. I, I stamped it approved, just like Jordan did, but we've allowed Brian to arm his microphone today. Mm-hmm. Normally, oh. when you hear Brian, which our listeners do far too much, it's because <laughs> he can't control his bodily functions, oh. and he laughs so loud that it pierces the walls of oh. the recording studio. And br- we've allowed, but Brian, there is a microphone out there that Brian has been given permission to use. Yeah, we normally don't turn this one on. So that's Brian Fernandez, Sonny D. Fernandez, hey, our everyone. our producer on the program, our ever capable, to some extent, producer, Brian <laughs> Fernandez. He's got a winning attitude. Middling There's no doubt best. about that. Uh, Brian, what what have we learned so far? So we were taking calls about this, and we were also asking people to email us and tweet at us. So what kind of feedback did we get? Uh, yeah, we got a lot of calls of people who have been on Jeopardy!, uh, one four-time champ. Whoa. A uh, couple college Jeopardy, or just one college and two sports Jeopardies. Now, that surprises me. I did not see sports Jeopardy coming. You don't think that people who are nerdy 
sports encyclopedias have a reason to listen to this show? But you that, don't think they identify with one of the hosts? Who's? The people who are sports trivia encyclopedias? But it's not it's sports them, trivia. Huh? It, uh, sports Jeopardy, you're, it's feats of strength and skill. Oh, right, yes. <laughs> that you somehow phrase in the form of a they question were, physically. They were I named thought, a lot of interpretive right? dance involved. I thought it was sports greats sports gr- doing just yeah. questions about Shakespeare or whatever. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> It's just Dan Marino. What is a winter's tale? I saw that episode. Yeah, no, ah, Joe Namath wouldn't shut the fuck up about Ibsen. Yeah, yeah, great. I know a rope on the ground. You love real theater. This getting to know you segment is Joe. You're drunk. Ten seconds long. (laughs) You're talking about Ibsen for twenty minutes. It's insane. It's only three minutes of game time. Cut him off, Trebek. Cut him off. They're intimidated. Yeah, you know, Trebek's sitting there with these 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 drunk athletes. Very physically strong, even for their age. Steffi Groff was extremely inebriated. Oh, she broke her podium. Yeah. Broke it. Um, so, yeah, do we, have this, uh, do we have this call lined up, Brian? Oh, yeah, okay. So someone called in with a very particular uh, challenge, I think, to last week's caller. This actually came up because last week we had a caller who called in and said he was about to be on Jeopardy. Uh, oh, teach, right. Teacher Jeopardy. Okay. I don't think that quite counts, but... Well, we'll note it. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys. This is Matthew from Miami. Uh, I'm a regular listener of the show, and I'm sitting in my classroom uh, listening to the show right now, and I just heard what is now hopefully last week's show, uh, where Joe from Paulsville, Washington, called in and said that he got a call from Culver City uh, saying he was going to be on the Jeopardy! Teachers Tournament. Uh, I have not been a Jeopardy! contestant yet, as you asked for, but... I got that very same call last week as well. So that means Joe and I are both going to be on the teacher's tournament this year, which means that two of the 15 people this year uh, we're going to appear in the tournament are JJ Go listeners, uh, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, on a related note, I took the chance to look it up, and according to the J Archive, there has never been a contestant on Jeopardy named Dabney. Um, I was a little heartbroken to discover that. But, yeah, so, uh, Joe, I will see you in Culver City in April. This is amazing. Wow. Gauntlet thrown down. This is genuinely miraculous. I I love that that was the... Jordan Jesse Go listener version of Trash Talk. <laughs> pleasant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, see well, I Culver took some City. time yeah. to check out the Jeopardy wiki. We'll right. see who buys who for ice cream. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to buy ice cream. Yeah. Dibs. I'm going to steal your hot tea when you're not looking and then replace it with a more expensive hot tea. <laughs> Let's hold hands and check out interesting historical places on the lot. <laughs> um, Alex, what is we're best friends? <laughs> and then they just gentle kisses. And then just gentle kisses for the rest of the round. God, that would be a great episode of Jeopardy. It would be good. Um, I will say that, I mean, obviously... We've had... Louis Vertel was on Jeopardy. Yeah, we've had a guest who's Past on Jeopardy. Past guest on Jordan Jesse Go, Louis Vertel. Not only did, was Louis on Jeopardy, he got a daily double right and did snaps and became a legendary gif. Um, no, Matt, I mean, I think you're probably the expert in this. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this kind of messes with our metrics at all, but is Jeopardy part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? So... <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know if, if they, they did what, you know, they they had a, what, like, the comic book, if this is DC, but where Superman fought Muhammad Ali. I don't know if a superhero yeah. actually went on, like Professor uh, Heck. Yeah. Professor X went on Jeopardy and just won everything. Like, you can read our minds. Yeah. Stop it. Probably not this is fair. not fair. 
Uh, yeah, probably just, have to uh, engage just, Cerebro before you go on Jeopardy to make <laughs> yeah. it fair. I just got a text from Firestorm, the nuclear man. Mm-hmm. He says he was on Celebrity Jeopardy, but he lost to Mark McGrath. Mm. Oh, sure. Mark's got a just a strong mind, though. Yeah. Yeah. And a fast buzzer finger, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, but I will do want to point out, because obviously we're having a lot of fun with this. This is a great little coincidence. I should hope that, because we have two listeners on Jeopardy, that someone... At some point, makes a JJ Go reference on screen. So I mean, hopefully. yeah, like you know how Lin Manuel Miranda goes on television twenty times a year and does a little thing that means my brother, my brother and me. Yeah, we want one of those. We want one of those on Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. What's the secret signal though? Uh, I think it's like when you pat your head and rub your stomach at the same time. Is that too hard? <laughs> <laughs> my, I mean, hard, it's hard for some people. Yeah, I mean, we got to wait till you're on camera. I think of if, you, if you're just like prank bear. Oh yeah, you know something. Like that, where it's just just get something into the mic. Yo, this is the teachers' tournament. What if they say that they can't bear pranks? No, oh, that's there that's really easy. That's really easy. You can work that into it's anything. Right in. I'll the give you just ask know. me a question, like a job interview question. Um. So, uh, what what uh? So, why did you leave your last job? Can't bear pranks. It works. There you go. It works perfectly. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. <laughs> Hashtag prank and then, bear. And he's like, oh, someone, gotta go. So, and uh, then leave and then run some, out of the studio. <laughs> someone pranked you on the job. Uh, that that was something that happened. Yep, it was a bear. <laughs> and he's like, well, our second contestant. <laughs> so he, he like moved, to run. He doesn't want to get a caught I'm in not going to talk to you anymore. No, he no, doesn't no. want to get caught in another Namath situation. He's mm-hmm. not wrong to move along. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will point out that something did bother me about this call, even yeah. though we are having a lot of fun with this. Yeah. Um, I think our caller was saying that he is listening to Jordan Jesse go in class. Yeah, that's because they run it over the PA system in the school. Yeah. Sure. Well, I never approved this as a teaching tool. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you have concerns about it as a teaching tool, or is it just about the licensing fees? Yeah, I mean, the licensing fee is very different. Right. Uh so you know, you mean for educational or or not, non-commercial educational and yeah. commercial? Yeah, the show use? is the show is free mm-hmm. for entertainment use. But yeah. if you're going to use it to educate, which you should be, yeah. you should. I mean, there's no cursing. The subject matter is all, uh, yeah. you know, very. This is like VHS tapes of the Voyage of the Mimi. Mm-hmm. If you're yeah. buying it for a school, you're going to have to pay a hundred bucks a piece. Yeah. yeah. So. Send us a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Ben Affleck, by the way, one sure. of his greatest roles, probably his single greatest role. Yeah, also part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, so Brian and involving a cookie party. Brian, what was the what was the final total in our Jeopardy champions versus people named Dabney in the Jordan Jesse Go audience? Uh, okay, so we had twelve total Jeopardy contestants. And Holy shit! Two. Uh, just for context, Matt. Just so you know. We have 53 listeners, so this <laughs> is pretty incredible. good. Pretty good. Uh, well, that and 12 is including the guy who went on local access Portland Jeopardy, who wasn't sure if it was officially licensed as Jeopardy. He but knows it's not real that's Jeopardy. Not real. So it could. That's it's like from 11, Portland. He knows. <laughs> it's, it, 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 when they do the public access version, it's just, it's, it's very subtle. The difference is Jeopardy. <laughs> a question mark at the end. Yeah. So that would be 11. Also, there's that a guy. bunch of vegan strippers. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's Portland for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had uh, the two future Jeopardy champions or, or players, and then uh, one Dabney call. Mm. Uh, if you guys want to hear that, yeah, let's hear this Dabney call. Yes, is it the real Dabney Coleman from the movie Nine to Five? Also Tootsie. Hey Jordan and Jesse, I am answering your call. Sounds different. Uh, my sister's name is Dabney. 
It is a weird name. You're right, it doesn't sound like a name. I think she was named after a basketball player. Is that who the other Dabney was you were talking about? I wouldn't know. Um, it's See? actually kind it's of a weird nerd. story. My mom, her name was Carol, but her middle name was Diane. She married my father, Dan. And then for some reason, she decided that she needed every single person in our family to be named starting with a D. So she dropped her name when they got married, and she became Diane. I don't know why. Um, and, yeah, now Dabney. I'm also Dan. And my sister is Darcy, which is also a very strange D name. Uh, yeah, so my sister's name is Dabney. My, mom, my mom's a little bit crazy. And none of us have ever been on Jeopardy. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Kind of became a tragedy in the end. It sure did. It's yeah. interesting. It yeah. took a turn. Mm-hmm. Started as a comedy and became a tragedy. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, just like the United States of America. Wow. Oof. Well, shout Oof. out to, shout out to the Oof. Big D's. Too soon. Big D's, great family. Yeah. Um this caller, I mean, good information. He kind of sounded like a fun guy. He did sound like a he fun guy. He did sound guy. cool. Matt, have you thought about inviting him into your marriage? <laughs> because you and your wife are so fun? We're not. <sighs> have you been looking for a third looking... fun person? No. No, we're fine. We're fine just okay. just the two of us. We haven't you know, kind of gone gone that route yet. I think maybe when we're much, much older, because uh, that's, I mean, that's who you want to have a threesome with, a very old couple. Oh, well, right? <laughs> I guess I was not maybe necessarily suggesting that it be sexual. I thought maybe he could just go to Vegas with you guys, oh. eat wings on the bed. Oh, then we have thirds and fourths and oh, wow. eighths. Sure. Yeah, people can come. You guys yeah. are, you guys seem very open-minded. Yeah, to fun. Sure. And hangs. Yeah. And where is where it is and is not appropriate to eat wings. Sure, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you normally you might do it like on a veranda or something. Right. Or a table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. On the bed. Sure. We're fun. Why not? I eat all yelling. my I eat all my wings in the tub. Hmm? Oh, that's Light nice. a few candles, turn mm-hmm. off the... And a little me time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just get a bunch of tiny paper plates and put a wing per plate. And just let them all float like lily pads. Yeah, God, that's beautiful. <laughs> I just think it sounds nice. It's fucking gorgeous. It just sounds nice. Uh, wherever I'm eating them, I like to be hidden. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Like Easter eggs. Uh-huh. Nice. And so people like are like, where are these bones coming from? <laughs> sure, why does it smell like blue cheese in here? <laughs> yeah. What's under that tarp? <laughs> They say it's me. <laughs> you. We should explain that you usually you eat them anywhere, but typically you eat them in rooms that are currently being painted. Yes, right. <laughs> the fumes. I love it. Tarps yeah. available at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like you, it's nice to have a nice fever dream. Yeah, you get cheese. a little buzz from the fumes. Mm-hmm. Have some wings. Yeah, great Saturday night. Sure. Who needs a wife to have fun? <laughs> Maybe you do, <laughs> but some of us are a little more creative. It's true. It's true. Anyway. Yeah. I, I'm a creative. Did you know that? I did know that. Do you know what that means? You uh, create things. Uh, no, it just means you write ad copy. <laughs> oh. I think it means you write ad copy. Oh, okay. Is that what it is? Okay, yeah. cool. I'm an ad ninja. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, don't go by those. those that's cool. Fuddy-duddy terms. I'm size. a mobisode. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. That's a good word. Uh, so, man, I think we, we figured it out. We have far more Jeopardy contestants than we do Dabney's. And even this guy, I mean, it doesn't sound like his sister Not, even listens to the show. D- yeah. To that man. 
hide your sister from Dabney Coleman, please. Oh, yeah. Uh, even now that now, he knows. Even now, he's on the hunt. Yeah. He's putting on the face paint like, ro- like Rambo right now. <laughs> Somewhere I hear the sound of his blade sharpening right. <laughs> on a whetstone. So Dabney Coleman actually has a lot of the technology that the Predator does. Yes. So just watch yes. all the Predator movies, mm-hmm. figure out how they dealt with him in those, yeah. and then apply those techniques to defeating Dabney Coleman. And he uses that technology just randomly. I, I worked on a on a show and he just was he was in the room the whole time. He just appeared and we're like, shit. Right. And the director's like, fucking Dabney, stop it, man. <laughs> stop it with that shit. You and know? Menacing laugh. Mm-hmm. And they'd yeah. work together. It turns out they'd work together on an episode of WKRP in the late seventies. Exactly. Yeah. When he was still developing that technology mm-hmm. of, of going invisible <laughs> and shooting lasers from his head. Cloaking. <laughs> Cloaking. <laughs> Man, that really freaked the shit out of Dolly Parton when they were making nine to five. I'll she tell you. hated it. She would just be like, "I grew up, I grew up in with with no running water and no indoor bathroom mm-hmm. in the in in the mountains of Tennessee." Mm-hmm. I'm I'm the sweetest girl you you could ever meet, and I love to hand out books to children. Oh fuck! There's fucking Dabney Coleman. Dabney, good, stop it. Good predator noise, man. Thanks. Matt. I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm just a fan. No, sure. You know, I mean. But there is that great scene in 95 where Dolly Parton covers herself in mud and uh-huh. makes those sharpens those spikes. Yeah, yeah. And then starts a bonfire to mm-hmm. blend in with the what was Schwarzenegger doing right there? Well, I think he – what was going on there in that pivotal scene in The Predator was sure. that he uh, – the Predator uh, hunts um, – you know, he has that thermal scope. So he's right. looking for heat signatures. Uh-huh, so I think sure. when he covered himself in mud, he was – Hiding. You know, hiding from the heat signatures. Sure. But then the fire attracted the predator, so then he was able to get the drop on him. Oh, I see. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah. God, sorry. Spoilers for Predator. Yeah, I mean, I kind of kind of boned about that. If you, know, you haven't seen Predator this by This show kind of yeah, it's true. You know, started out as a comedy. If, if, if people haven't seen that movie by now, I mean, I look, I know it's, we all know it, it's a romantic classic, and you want to wait <laughs> to meet the right person to watch it for the first no, time with. No, I get it, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, sex after marriage for some people. You know, they want to wait. Ended up as a tragedy. I want to wait to fall in love watching Predator. Yeah. Just like the I'm sorry, I guess I'm America. I know, yes, we've, we've heard it. You're a modern day satirist. Mm-hmm. Um, well, hey, so Dabney mystery solved. Yeah. Uh, Brian, do we have any? Do we have regular calls? Should we take what's a break? A name, and... What's a name? What's a name that we could put up against Jeopardy contestants? Oh, right. So yeah, do we want Bronson? To... Hmm? Bronson? Do we have more Bronsons? <laughs> yeah, that's a, There's no one named Bronson. Yeah. What about Bronson Pinchot? What about Bronson Arroyo, the baseball pitcher? You're welcome, Sports Jeopardy contestants. <laughs> okay. I stand corrected. I think there are more. There's probably going to be more Bronsons than Dabneys. Yeah, but you think that less than I would say more Dabneys than Bronsons. Interesting. That'd be my guess. Here's what I think. What about Bartleby the Scrivener? I think that. There's only one. I think that Dabney was probably hit its zenith in popularity around like, you know, the 20s or 30s. Yeah. Right. I bet it's a, you know, Depression era name. Mm -hmm. I bet it like a. Like a like a fancy boy during the Great Depression, absolutely it was called a dabney. absolutely yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it probably just you know went out of vogue. So maybe there's some older people who are named Dabney who maybe don't listen to podcasts. But I do think we probably have some Bronsons. You think we've got a few Bronsons? I think we can. I think we can muster fifteen Bronsons to beat the Jeopardy contestants. And okay. we're including people whose last name is Bronson. Charles Bronson's a listener. Mm. Oh yeah, that's great. And whose first name is Bronson, 
Bronson Arroyo from the Red sure. Sox is the pitcher. Action Bronson, the rapper. Oh, yeah. Action Bronson. Mm-hmm. So anybody. Sure. Yeah, whether your Bronson is your given name, your rap name. If we're counting Action Bronson, should we also automatically count Ghostface Killer? Um, where's the Bronson connection? Oh, because oh, of the rap he's style. the poor man's <laughs> Ghostface Killer. Good point. Yeah, it took me a second, okay. but I got it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think first and last name. Okay, let's hear let's hear from the Bronsons. Yeah, you yeah, can email out. us, jjgo at org, or you can call us at 206-9844-FUN. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Hi, I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we're the hosts of Dr. Game Show, which is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners regardless of quality or content with in-studio guests and callers from all over the world. And you can win a custom a magnet. A custom magnet. Subscribe now to make sure you get our next episode. What's an example of a game, Manolo? Pokemon or medication. How do you play that? You have to guess if something's a Pokemon name or a Medi- medication. medication. First-time listener, if you want to listen to episode highlights and also know how to participate follow dr game show on facebook instagram and twitter we'd love to hear yeah, from you it's really fun for the whole family we'll be every other wednesday starting march 13th and we're coming to max fun snorlax pokemon yes nice. hi i'm dave hi i'm graham and we're two house djs who have been trapped inside our drum machine we love it here, and we'd love if you stopped by and visited us every week on Stop, Stop Podcasting, Podcasting Yourself here on MaximumFun.org. We're just a couple of doofuses from Canada. And listen to our show or perish. <laughs> Stop Podcasting Yourself <laughs> on MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Matt Bronger, uh, formerly uh, Dr. Samberly. <laughs> uh, Matt Bronger, by the way, brand new comedy special. It's called Finally Live in Portland. You can get it on almost any platform. Yep. Talking about Steam. Mm-hmm. Talking about Philips 3DO. PlayStation 4. Sure. PlayStation Vita. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get it on. Yeah, but it would look great on the Vita. It would. Would look good on that. What what were those what were those tiny DVDs that went in PSPs? Oh uh, yeah, UMDs. Yeah, you can probably get it on UMD, right? Sure. Ah, that's yeah, that's the, the new thing. The format that the director intended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You can get it on the ultra magnetic MCs if you want to. There you go. Cool Keith will give it to you. Sure. Ego trip. Uh when something momentous happens to you, like you're hosting a podcast and your voice is starting to go. 206-984-4FUN is the number to call, or you can always email us your voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Here is the first such example within this episode of the program. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and possible guest. Uh, this is Aaron in uh, Menlo Park. I just, uh, on a momentous occasion of my computer, had become infected by a... Uh, a cockroach colony, apparently, and uh, 
I had to figure out how to disassemble it and uh, get that out of there so I could fix or get someone to fix my keyboard without lighting it on fire, which about 95% of the time is what I was pretty sure I was going to do. And uh, I just uh, successfully uh, got everything out. There was only dead things in my computer, which makes me a little sick, but could have been a lot worse. Uh, hit the streets. Fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. I didn't know stuff can live inside your computer. Oh, yeah, it can thrive. Oof. Cockroaches, uh, what thrive they do. Thrive fucking Kaiser Permanente in that shit? Sure. I think the thing about cockroaches is that they're adaptive. You know, I think, you know, the thing the thing you hear is true. Like, after the A-bombs go off, the cockroaches will be here and they'll yeah. be thriving. And I think what happened... Wait, is, thriving? Like fucking Kaiser Permanente? Like Kaiser Permanente, who are not sponsoring this show, but who should... Because we're encouraging people to thrive. Um, Allison Janney, call us. <laughs> is Allison Janney the spokesperson for Kaiser yeah. Permanente? Yeah. How did he know that the, the roaches were in his computer? Did he open them up and they, like, spilled out, like, oh, yeah. the last story in Creepshow? Yeah, maybe. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think what has happened here is that these cockroaches have learned to thrive, Kaiser Permanente, off of porn Allison signals. Allison Janney. I think that what's happening is that every time he's looking at porn, mm-hmm. the cockroaches are feeding off of all that energy. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's yeah, that's probably how they're gonna. That's probably how they're gonna destroy us. These horny cockroaches. Horny for technology. Yeah, I know. Don't let them near that PlayStation Vita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? I knew Matt that cockroaches like to eat corn chips. Mm-hmm. Oh. But did you know that they like to eat silicon chips? No, <laughs> wow. I did not. Wow. Um, yeah, boy, I, it makes you Just think... like the United States of America. <laughs> All right, we get it. You're America's greatest satirist. Yeah, I'm a gifted satirist, oh, Matt. Nice. As Good an job. observational comic, you wouldn't understand. Good job. Good mm-hmm. job. Have you thought about doing some of this in front of a green screen? Oh, God, yes. Like Maybe like play a clip of Fox News and then you say your famous catchphrase. Jordan, I'm starting a I'm starting a new show mm-hmm. where I sit at a desk and like Kellyanne Conway and either kid or play all those yahoos. And are kid and play pundits now? Republican pundits? I'm just trying to think of people who would be on real time with Bill Maher. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. And then I and then I light into one of my signature rants. Mm. You can kind of hear them laughing off stage because they too are proud of themselves. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, I've I've often heard you describe yourself as another Dennis Miller. Yeah, it's kind of your thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> another thing. I'm another. Dennis, I'm, I'm kind of another. I'm not Dennis a better Miller. Dennis Miller, but I'm, just, I'm. I'm another one. Another one. I'm another one. I'm a second Dennis Miller. It's a sometimes Dennis Miller's book. It's a type of thing. Yeah. It's, I mean, a, a lot of times when you go to see Dennis Miller at the Pachanga Casino, mm-hmm. it's actually just Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And people are fine with it. They love it. Other like, times it's John Lovitz and are no one a, notices. Are you a master satirist? I am. Great. We're Continue. fine. <laughs> we love being here at the Pachanga I Casino. I don't want the $50 back for this ticket. Yeah. Hey, as long as the rants are quality, baby. Exactly. You're not there for the, the personality or the pizzazz. You're there for the rants. These okay. are rant fans. Okay, cha-cha. Yeah. They're yeah. here to be called cha-cha. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and they hear two things juxtaposed, a high culture thing and a low culture exactly. thing. Exactly. Not since the something something with the something. Right. You yeah. Remember when he was the color commentator on Monday Night Football? I do. It did happen for a while. What the fuck was that about? Yeah. And he'd use, like, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross phrases. <laughs> yeah. You know, coffees for closers. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> what is this? What even mean? I've yeah. only read the play. I haven't seen the movie. And you don't close a touchdown. Yeah. It's yeah. just something you do. Oh, boy, was that Jughead or the Hanging Gardens of Babylon? What is that even? What is that? That's a strange things. comparison. That was Bazooka. It was obviously Bazooka things. Joe. It was, all I saw was a flag on the play, Dennis. What did you see? <laughs> I haven't been watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rush book. Limbaugh is in the studio for some reason at this point in Monday Night Football Let's history. cut to Rush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going slowly crazier. <laughs> Dr. Laura's here. Oh, boy. Um, does this – God, I guess this opens up the possibility, this call opens up the possibility that anything we own could be infested with scum. You know what would what be I disgusting? Cock- cockroaches. I consider them scum. If you got – Cockroaches inside your lowrider's custom horn. Oof, that would be the. <laughs> so when it played La Cucaracha, actual. Yeah, they spilled actual out. Actual roaches came out. That'd yeah. be pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, I actually think it would be awesome. I think you'd have to laugh. Or you, you know, you yeah. played it on your phone. You know, yeah, on like, in, you know, on YouTube or Apple Music or something, and just roaches come spilling out of your docking link. You yeah, know? I mean, I think you know, I think our caller is probably a little bit bummed, but hey, at least they weren't scorpions. That's true. That is a good That's point. That's true. I found a nest scorpions. of scorpions. That's much uh, worse. In my Xbox. Horn hungry scorpions. How did you get in there. Don't know. You got a nest. Yeah. There was a real life dragon inside my Virtual Boy. <laughs> well, wow. It's time to get rid of that Virtual Boy, Jesse. <laughs> Hell no. I'm trying to watch Matt Bronger's special. <laughs> sure. And this damn dragon's in the way. And yeah. Play, a nickel. And play know. a Wario game starring <laughs> Wario. He's rasterized. <laughs> is that the process of? Isn't that those that kind of graphics with those red or green lines? Is that uh, rasterized? I, yeah, it makes sense to me. It seems like that what that is. Please don't tell me what it is if that's not what it is. No yeah. clue what that is. We can all look that Who up. Knows? You know what I'm talking about? Like no. when you play Star Wars at the arcade. Okay. You know, it's like the green lines. It's like a wireframe. Oh. oh yeah, okay. I just never knew there was a name for it. I think that's rasterized. Wow, Mario looks great like that. I mean, by he, the way, he I went to. Always looks great. I think we could all agree. I went to UC Santa Cruz, blew a fatty, and got rasterized. Hey, been there. <laughs> Hear me now. I have been there. Little <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. We have another call. Yeah. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Uh, my name is Joe, and I'm from Kenda, but me and my mom. Are in New York. Can you buy it? I really truly thought he was going to say, My name is Joe and I work in the button factory. (laughs) (laughs) What's the rest of that? I don't remember. My children fucking, oh my God. There was a period where my children, like a two week period where my children wouldn't stop saying it. You'd think that I would remember. What happens after oh, he works? Oh, and in the I have two arms, and I go like this, and then you do something, and then you do a chop or a punch or something. That doesn't sound right, huh? It sounds fun. Do you guys want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds kind of like that uh, Nintendo uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Hmm. Is that in, what you're thinking? In of? what way? This well, guy is going insane. The... You know that, right? The person listening to it is like, play the rest of my fucking call. <laughs> Stop talking. He's about really the getting. Ninja Turtle just, game. I feel bad for him. They yeah. have the two arms and they do chops and punches. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think we're talking about different things. I was at the flea market earlier. Today. Wow. Okay. Let's and play the rest of the call. Someone yeah. was selling. 
that somebody was selling a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yarmulke. Okay. It was homemade. Sure. Well, I, but, it wasn't officially sponsored? <laughs> and four panels. Well, it wasn't made out of like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles licensed textile. Sure. Okay. Like you might make a, you know. But they, you was, they made it for. It was a, it was a plain yarmulke that had been uh-uh. decorated with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles professionally. Wow. But not on a mass scale. Sure. But there was, so it was four panels, and one of them had something written in Hebrew, maybe the person who wore its name or something mm-hmm. like that. The other three were three of the Ninja Turtles. Which one was missing? Leonardo was missing. Oh, that's mm. a bad call. You got to have Leonardo. No leader. I yeah. Know. This is just a just a yarmulke with no leader. But that's do you ridiculous. think that you get that yarmulke when you kill Leonardo and be, and assume his leadership role? Oh, maybe. Well, it's just like when you write the name of the true golem in the golem's head and it comes to life. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know the story. Yeah, sure. sure. Uh, you, you, once, once you complete the Leonardo, you become the Leonardo, mm, and you yeah. are you are animated. Anyway, let's get back to the call. <laughs> I'm sure he's calling about that yarmulke. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Uh, my name is Joe, and, and I work in the factory. Are in New York, and to see To Kill a Mockingbird and Hamilton on Broadway, <laughs> and we were walking down uh, through Times Square, and my mom saw a bunch of counterterrorism NYPD uh, officers holding guns. She, we're from Canada, so that was unusual to us, so she went up to someone to ask if that was normal, and my mom and I walked right into a drug deal, and a man with a very waxy mustache told her, yeah, that happens all the time, and we shouldn't be worried about it. So we quickly ran away from that. Uh, thanks. Have a good day. Love you. Bye. Love you, too. Mm-hmm. Joe. Was the question, uh, should he have tried to buy drugs? I mean, probably. Okay. Well, you're, I mean, you know, I mean, don't you don't want to you don't want to deal with that shit up in Canada. No, but the nugs it's are really inferior shit, baby. The when nugs are in the good old U.S. of A. So you think the nugs are kinder? Oh yeah, kinder, in, danker mm-hmm. in Times Square mm. than they are in Vancouver. Oh yeah. Winnipeg? I mean, have you, that's not true. Have you blazed those Regina nugs? Ugh. Last time uh, I was in Vancouver, I was going through a park, and people were there were people just selling weed on carts and huh. like in little tents, and it was kind of a little gathering. Oh yeah, and it's totally illegal. I mean, you can. I sure. mean, it's, it's legal to sell in like license, but you can't just be out in the street selling them like apples. But like <laughs> these guys were, you gotta coat them in caramel. The, co- the cops, yeah, like the, apples. The, yes, exactly. When cops were just walking by and going, "All right." Come no on, more of that. Come I just on, kept guys. walking. <laughs> you know better. Guys. We're really disappointed in you. We're not mad. We're disappointed. I'm disappointed in you. We thought you we thought you knew better. We're punishing you with our disappointment. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a quick question, Matt? Mm-hmm. Do you have a lot of experience buying apples from carts in the park? As a time traveler? <laughs> or as a man who's a thousand years old? Yeah. I got to. Well, I imagine, as, I mean, playing sure. a character who was alive in the 40s, you right. probably did a little time travel to research the character. Of course, of course, yeah. You have to these so days. You went back, grabbed some card apples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, back when you were working as a matchmaking street urchin. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, an, and an artful dodger. Sure. Stealing apples. When, yeah. you were, when you were a scrivener. Mm-hmm. Yes. Matthew the scrivener. Yes. <laughs> Sworn enemy of Bartleby the scrivener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rival scrivener. <laughs> so sick. Uh, like, I, we get caught up in these battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and I feel like we all just need to get back to what really matters, which is, I want to say, copying books. Hard is that say. what Scriveners do? They're just like, uh, yeah, I mean, I think they're typesetters. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what that is. What is a Scrivener? Um, I, I mean... How was Hamilton? I think we all yeah, want to yeah. know. How is Hamilton? Also, what's Hamilton? I've never heard of it. I'm not familiar. Someone mm-hmm. tell me about it. It's about it's like uh, about some kind of uh, kitchen appliance, I think. Oh yeah. yeah, it's that toaster musical. Mm-hmm. It's a toaster musical. <laughs> Love those toaster yeah. musicals. It's a yep. sh- show about the Canadian Football League. Hmm. Is there uh, is that a, is there a Hamilton connection there? To the isn't it Hamilton a city in Canada? I don't know. I used my one Canada poll, and that was Regina. Yeah. That's mm. all I got, baby. Sure. That's a nice piece of business. Yeah. Regina's fun. I was listening to uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself today. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of the guy from the Guess Who, but he's Canadian. From the uh, the band, the Guess Who? Yeah. Sure. Uh, Rush, they're Canadian. Are we sure. naming Canadian things? What's yeah, I mean, going on here? We could go all day with naming Canadian things. We sure could. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could. I think I got about 10. Hey, okay. about, once I get uh, Dave and Graham and stop podcasting yourself, which is three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. They're friends, the Sunday service. Okay. That's hey, all I got. I'm done. Hey, let me give you guys, let me give you guys an option. Got do it. you want to go all night naming Canadian things? Right. Uh-huh. Or do you want to take a break? I mm. think I'll uh, take a break. Let's take a break. Let's Can I ask a quick question before we? <laughs> sure. Yes. Does Roberto Alomar count? He played for the Blue Jays mm. and he lived in the Sky Dome. No. But I don't think he was born in Canada. No, I'm sorry. It does not count. Okay, then let's take a break. Let's take a break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Matt Bronger, comedy truck out of control. Clearly. Matt, you're off the rails. I'm on fire. Quick, slow burp, down. Burp. You're going to die. Slow down. <laughs> you're going to kill us all. Ha! Uh, <laughs> Guess what just happened? What? I was watching Matt's special on my Nokia N-Gage. Mm, sure. The nice. perfect place to watch Matt's special. Sweet tie-in. Now, Matt. Yes. Uh, obviously, people should check out your special. Apparently, it's everywhere. People should listen to your great podcast mm-hmm. that you have. Advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger. And, but also, I mean, I think what people are tuning in for, and I think people would be more apt to check these things out okay. if they got what they came for. And I think they tuned into this expecting something. Oh. I think we want you to do the line. Can you do the – Matt, I know. I don't want you to ask you to dance, you know, but – I think we want to hear the line. Can I, I was give on Matt the some, Marvel wiki. Can I give Matt some context? Sure. Jordan and I are kind of closet geeks. Got it. We love everything computer. Pop culture. Superheroes. Sure. Superheroines. Graphic novels. Ultra heroine. Yes. Single mothers. Regular oh, heroine. Geeks for the this real heroes. stuff. Yes, yes, exactly. Firefighters. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Those dogs with rum barrels who mm-hmm. help people trapped in the snow. <laughs> in the Alps. Yeah. Yeah. We're geeks for this stuff. We love it. We love I love those stuff. charity calendars where old ladies are naked, but they're standing behind stuff so yeah. you can't see their Like fruit. Fun. Hearts. Really mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Body positive. Yeah. It is. Wigs. <laughs> Tories. <laughs> <laughs> the the bull moose party. party. Sure, yeah. Labor. <laughs> Labor. Sure. <laughs> 
but I think because we are such geeks and we do spend so much time on the Marvel wiki. Well, right. Jordan, we're closet geeks. Closet, excuse yes. me. I would never you say guys it. No love one would guess. closets. No one would guess. <laughs> yeah. You love them. We love them. No one would guess how much Walk we love to organize. Standard. Uh, Others. Oh, slimline hangers, shouldered hangers. So if there's any other closet geeks out there, I think they they probably want to hear the line, too. Yeah. I mean, I, we're all... I don't know. I don't know if you think we would feel weird doing it. I know I'm, you I'll usually do it. get... I'm doing my best. Dorkotron! 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 Go on. Your move, Steve A.G. <laughs> Man, he never says I am Groot on the show. He no, he's been he on this show so six or seven times. times. He's never said I am Groot. All yeah. that guy does, or even my mom died of cancer and I got kidnapped by space pirates. <laughs> you know, his other famous his line, famous line from Guardians of the Galaxy. I Great. love his lines. Love mm-hmm. those lines. Love, but love doing lines. At the end of the day, as a closet geek, my real dream was to hear. The real life Dorkotron <laughs> do his signature, his signature verse. Yeah, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my because best. aren't we all? Aren't we all? Aren't That's we what all I love about this stuff. It's That's universal. what I love about this stuff. He's like, you think that it's just for your fellow closet geeks, right? Mm-hmm. But actually, you can kind of take lessons from it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Lego, mm-hmm. whether it's flower arranging. Sure. Whether it's hat collecting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, salamanders. Trying to kill Dabney Coleman before he kills you. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. No matter what you're a closet geek of, when you really drill down to it, there's important life lessons that you can apply to all the parts of your life. Love, friendship, hat collecting. Diffusing a bomb in the 40s. <laughs> yeah. Circle jerks. <laughs> yeah, Sure. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm doing my best. Doing my best. Uh, <laughs> to to come last. on this cookie. <laughs> uh, Matt, it's always a joy to see you. Thank you for joining us on the program. Thanks for having me, guys. I love you guys. I think Portland's very proud of you, my friend. Oh, I hope so. Thanks, man. It's a it's a it's a great place, but uh yeah, I think uh um... <laughs> I'm glad to be out of there. <laughs> Fuck you, small oh, yeah, town yeah. losers. Yeah. Fuck you, guy oh, from Gang of Four Irish. who still lives there. Oh, does he? So many people live there. Sorry, I'll, I'll go Corin Tucker. These famous mm-hmm. people just they just move, people just moved there. It's like when I when I was a kid, the joke was you know you can't pump your own gas there. There in New Jersey, only two places. It's like yeah, it's uh, Californians don't get out of their car when they're visiting. Keep going, son of a bitch. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch! I know, I know. Ouch! That's sting. Very native. Who would you say is the worst Stings. Californian? My pick is Dabney Coleman. He's the worst of all the Californians. Yeah. <laughs> I think that guy uh, who started PayPal. I think he's pretty bad. What's his name? He's pretty bad. He's pretty terrible. It's that whole. It's a whole. You know, conservatives are just persecuted left Mm -hmm. and right, and they don't. And it's like Mm. you don't want to pay taxes, man. Like Uh, Miley. I mean, he's bad. I thought I was the only satirist in the room. Mm -mm. Matt Brock. Was I? Was I? Was I satirin? You just got. Was I just? Was I just satirin? That was. That was a truth bomb, my friend. (laughs) Yeah. Bam. Miley's favorite Californian. 
Ronan the Accuser. Oh, wow. Yeah, he is an asshole. Is he in La Jolla these days? Is he back in La Jolla? Uh, (laughs) Yelling at his neighbors. Carl's bad. Actually, Carl's bad. Why wouldn't he be? You go to Tip Top Meats or Legoland whenever you want. He's in a gated community banging on other people's doors. Accusing them of uh, letting their dog shit on his lawn. Your dog shit on my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait till I get the Infinity Stone. These statues have a non-Legos understructure. That's that's the cover of the comic right there. It's Ronan on someone's lawn. You, your dog shit on my lawn. Shit, man. Marvel would sell a fucking million of those. A they should million. do it. They should do, do it. Do Ronan the Accuser has to live in suburban Carlsbad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, really flip the script on that guy. I'd like to see him live in inner city Carlsbad. Oh, yeah, sure. The yeah. mean streets the of mean Carlsbad. The mean streets. Yeah. Is that deep in the caverns? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right, right, where all the uh, government housing is. Yes. 206-9844-FUN if you want to give us a call. JJ, go at MaximumFun.org if you want to email us or send us a voice memo. Our producer is Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. You can find us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris. Matt, you're at Bronger, right? Am I remembering that, that is my That is my Twitter B-R-A-U-N-G-E-R. Bronger. Correct. At? At Bronger. At, and you're going to want to hold and, down shift and press, <laughs> I believe, the number two. Exactly. Yeah, just hold down the, the letter Q, and it'll just... 10 Qs. Uh, and it's mattbronger.com for all my uh, tour dates if you want to see me on the road. Where are you headed next? Uh, I am going to – this weekend I'm going to – when does this come out? Tuesday. Tuesday. comes out Tuesday. Okay. So – oh, so tomorrow. Uh, two days from now. Great. Yeah, Marvelous. Today's Sunday. Today's but, Sunday. Yeah. What the f- – Jesus. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's, all those, it's all those Vegas drugs. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm going to be in uh, Columbus, Ohio on Thursday, then uh, Chicago, Illinois on Friday at Shuba's. Uh, Saturday, I'll be at Milwaukee at the Underground Collective, and Sunday, I'll be in Royal Oak, Michigan at the Comedy Castle. Sounds like hey. the northern Midwest is in store doing a, for doing a, a by the way, Midwest super blast. Man, remem- so. man remembers his tour dates. Please yes. come out. So often we're doing this thing, and we, we set the guest up. For success, uh-huh. where can people see you on yeah. the road? Uh, I don't know. Get out the phone. I don't know. When yeah. is it? Maybe Bronger fucking knows the date. Columbus Funny Bone, February twenty eighth. Chicago, man. Illinois, March first. Pro Milwaukee, Pro. March second. Royal Oak, Michigan, March third. Can I say this? Columbus, Chicago, Royal Oak, Milwaukee. Go pay your twenty dollars. Enjoy your two drinks. <laughs> You're going to love my friend, Matt Bronger. Thanks, Hilarious, dude. Hilarious guy. Thanks, guys. And Gallagher, too, is opening. Yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, Gall- <laughs> and, and Jesse, you're Dennis Miller, too, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you'll be opening for Gallagher, too, who will then be opening for Matt Bronger. What a show. Who, uh, you are Earthquake, too, right? I'm Earthquake. <laughs> I'm the white Earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> you went from being the white pip to the white Earthquake. Seems like a natural enough transition. Mm-hmm. I think Bronger can handle it. Why not? It's versatile. It's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Find us on Facebook. Search for Jordan Jesse Go. Join the Maximum Fun group to chat about this week's episode. You can find us on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com. If your name is Bronson, email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org or call us at 206 984 4FUN. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.